Are you ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery, growth, and empowerment? Join us for a life-changing experience at the Know Your Power Women's Retreat. It's going to be live in person in Austin, Texas, October 6th through 8th. This retreat is designed to provide you with a safe and nurturing environment to explore your inner strength, unlock your true potential, and connect with a community of like-minded women. Whether you're a professional, a student, an entrepreneur, or simply just someone seeking personal growth, this retreat is tailored to inspire and uplift women from all walks of life. You'll hear from our influential women who have shattered glass ceilings and made a mark in their respective fields, such as Live Wickedly, Savannah Joy, Kirsten Marks, Kendall Leah, and me. At this retreat, we'll be diving deep in our carefully crafted workshops, and you'll leave with practical tools to manifest your dream life, mindfulness exercises to align your desires with your action, and meaningful connections with other empowered women. I can't wait to see you, my love. Click the link in the description to sign up today. Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Julia Renee. And Kendall Leah. And today we are trying something new on the podcast. I'm starting a segment that I want to do like every couple of weeks called Bodybuilding Tea. Ooh. <laughs> I wish I had insert me sipping a coffee or something. Photoshop or a tea it or something. in. Photoshop it would be in. tea. Right? Well, I don't want tea. I want coffee. I don't like tea, but I went no. to this really cute like tea place in Florida when I was there and it had like a bunch of old ladies with like the little feather hats. It was adorable and it was actually really good. Yeah. When people make it like legit make it at mm-hmm. tea places, it's good, but I don't have that time. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I'll like put a bag in it and I'm like, this tastes like dirt. I did go through a phase like in high school where I was obsessed with tea. A tea phase. Yeah. It, which is... You know how you go through phases in high school of like... I still go through phases. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I still go through phases. I went through a coffee phase in high school where I would have like five a day. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm still in that. Not good I'm for still me. there. I'm, just <laughs> I'm getting... I switched re- to energy drinks. Yeah. I go to every... Today's Wednesday, which is my rest day. And I every Wednesday, it's like something I look forward to. I go to a coffee shop and I get to work all day. I need to join you because I started yeah. doing that. Have you been to Austin Library? No. Like the one downtown? No. A great place to work. Really? Yeah. I've never been there. It's and actually to go so pretty. I'll go with you. Can yeah. we go together? Yes. I feel like we go. just need to hang out anyway. Let's it's been go. A long time. I'm going today at 12. Granted, if this podcast doesn't take too long. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm meeting Katie. We're just making plans over this podcast. Katie, you know Katie. She was on our podcast. Katie coaches vegan. Okay. Yeah. Vegan. yeah. Her and another girl, if you want to come with us at 12, we're just going to well, be. Maybe. Yeah. We're just going to be okay. there like working all day. And if not, me and you can go to the library, library next oh, it's, Wednesday. It's so sick. It'll be yeah. fun. Yay. I, it's okay. just nice to like silently work mm-hmm. and have people there. Well, you know what I, I mean? noticed, I think it's an ADD thing. And I like read up on it a little bit. If you do have any sort of like attention deficit, like whatever, if people around you are doing something, you're more likely to actually do it. So if the people around me are working, I'm way better at staying focused and working. If the people around me are talking, I can't get anything done. I can't. I can't. Like when Zach leaves, what's so crazy is when Zach leaves like for vacation, I have a harder time working. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I have so much more time to like Cause I'm by myself and like we, we do a lot of business stuff together. So I'm not getting interrupted by like anybody mm-hmm. and I struggle with working because he's, I don't know that he's upstairs also working. Yeah. Like it's so You're weird. Like, oh, I have no one holding me accountable. I, I don't know. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm so, it's so hard for me to like wake up and go and do all the things that I do. Yeah. And then I real recently realized that I, I'm struggling working here at home. 
I don't know why, because there's, I guess that I could do whatever I want, whenever I want. It's my home. And when I like pack my meals and go to a coffee shop and I'm there for the sole purpose of working and there's nothing else really for me to do, I work better. I don't know Mm -hmm. why. No, I'm the the same exact way. It's so weird. So I've just been doing that a couple times a week because I get bored. Well, text me. I'll text you. Whenever. But yeah, bodybuilding tea. So basically what this like little micro, it's not, it's not going to be a series, but it's just going to be a segment. I'm excited. (laughs) Where we just go over like, what's the tea in the bodybuilding industry? Uh It might be tea. It might not be tea. It's It's usually not. (laughs) Usually there's nothing big that's going around. Oh, but something just popped in my mind. I guess we'll just talk about this first. Okay. Um, I also know nothing that Julie is getting into. And I, just for context, I know I've talked about it before. I don't really intake a lot of fitness content. I do on Instagram. Like all the girls I follow are like somehow in the fitness space one way or another. Um, But like, my YouTube, my podcast, I don't listen or watch like anything fully fitness related yeah. anymore. I think I just got over it and yes. I, I go through phases with that too. So I might go back. I had to dig um, for some of these. So things. yeah, like all dig. of these are probably going to be shockers to yeah. me. <laughs> well, the first one that I was talking about that just popped into my mind, um, Goob, if you guys don't follow him on Instagram, but he basically calls out the BS in the fitness industry, like of people who editing their photos to make their waist look smaller or mm-hmm. their butt look bigger or whatever. And he calls them out but recently i'm pretty sure he's gone after the wbff mm-hmm. what I was that lot, okay what was that this about because I, I don't know anything about the wbff and look it just popped in my ma- mind so i didn't do any research on yeah. it but i remember just seeing a video pop up and that's about it so this is something i experienced because i did compete in the wbff very briefly only for like a year I think I did two shows with them within one year. Um, they are, and okay, I have a hard time talking about drama because I don't want to get in trouble. But in my experience, allegedly, allegedly, so, allegedly, like people say that IFBB and NPC are political, they are nothing compared to WBFF. No. I stepped on a stage where every girl in the top five that beat me, because I think I came in sixth or fifth, everyone that beat me, their coach was the judge. Oh, that sucks. So that that was enough for me to be like that this was even be allowed. this was so unfair like that so or the their coaches are always the promoter of that show and that's why they have their girls do that show because then they have a say in their yes. placement so it makes them look better as a coach yeah. so that's something that really irked me I don't even know if that's what he's going into yeah. I think I did see one of these videos like pop up on my timeline but. Is timelines like a Facebook or like a MySpace? What thing? are you doing? <laughs> Pop up on my feed. Okay, I'm still unwell. Um, <laughs> my MySpace status. <laughs> we weren't even alive. I literally I, never had MySpace. I don't think we were alive. I don't know. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, you so I don't know up. if that's what even he's going into, but I think something I saw him mention was just like the sheer sway of like bias in that, in that, um, what would you call it? Federation. Federation. Um, so like there was something going on with like the owner of the Federation, like someone contacted them saying like this girl did this and he was like, it'll be taken care of. Like they just kind of like, you like get sketchy. Like it's weird. And then also another thing that always bothered me and I'm so glad I'm pretty sure Goob just posted like this playing over music. I don't think he even said anything. I could be wrong. I know at least the beginning of the video was this way. They have like a WBFF kids where they're posting like kids modeling, like sometimes in like athletic wear and like kids stuff bothers me in general, especially on social media with knowing everything going on in the world and like 
That's weird. A huge trigger warning. I know it's a touchy subject, but like human trafficking and stuff like that is typically directed at children. So to have a full site, a full competition, a full page full of like girls, like young, young girls in like full faces of makeup, wearing certain outfits and all of the followers are men all of them are like full grown men, which oh, is that's really weird. disturbing. So that always made me feel weird too. Those are the two reasons I left. And then I do think there's some other tea on top of that, but yeah. in general, weird federation. Weird. <laughs> Little weird. Yeah, we don't know very much. I didn't go into, yeah. de- I didn't. Um, I'm like anxious research. talking about this. You're like, they're gonna come <laughs> like, please don't come to me. They're gonna come after me. Yeah. I know Goob's got it covered. Goob, <laughs> yeah. Goob is, um, he's getting he's down to them bin, out. Yeah. getting down to business. But honestly, if we want to just like have topics for this um, segment, we, we can just, just look, look at, at Goop's page. page. He's and got Joey, so much. Joey Swole, yeah, right? I love Joey Swole. Yeah. He's so great. If you guys don't follow those guys, follow them there. I, I like, um, like... I love Joey's stuff a I lot. think past being called out for like editing and stuff, I like that they're calling out like the predators, the dangerous coaches, the Mm -hmm. like allegation, like the very, very, a lot of very serious stuff is going on. And like, not just in the fitness industry, it happens everywhere, but I'm like glad that it, uh, like they're bringing those things to light, you know? It's true. Yeah. Especially with an industry where it's um, so normal for coaches to get photos of girls like in their in their swimsuit like zach was a bodybuilding coach for years and Mm -hmm. like at once a week every week he'd be going through like a bunch of like competitors yeah he was with in their posing suits and everything and if they're like creepyville then it's a very easy thing to like oh i'm getting paid to like choose to yeah. see this girl in a bikini like it can get very weird very fast yes it yeah. can get very weird Zach's very one of the good ones thankfully but after that that was just something that I didn't even have on this list yeah but no, all of that's crazy and again like those are my personal observations too not even what I took from him yeah. so I'm sure there's a lot more that I don't yeah. know if you want to learn go to goob goob it's yeah. like goob underscore you too yeah and you can find out everything that you want to know about it because we didn't do our research but next topic is Christian Guzman shut down his 1 million subscriber YouTube channel yesterday. Hello, my loves. Are you tired of guessing what nutrition and meals to follow to get the results you want? Well, I got you covered. You could train with me on my Buff Babe app. Whether you're a beginner or seasoned athlete, the Buff Babe app is your ultimate health and fitness buddy. Picture this personalized training that fits your needs and access to hundreds of workouts all at your fingertips. Just click the link in the description to join thousands of others in the Buff Babe app. I saw a video because I'm subscribed to him, but yes. I, I don't actively watch. Yeah. I've been watching his whole shred series and yeah. we'll talk about that. In oh, a second, he's like but. an amazing YouTuber. I yeah. don't blame. I again, just don't intake a lot of fitness content these days. Um, but I remember seeing a title being like, I'm leaving YouTube or something like that. And it I was, was like, ah, it's clickbait. Mr. King of clickbait. Um, <laughs> it was not clickbait. Damn. It was it was real. So I Why did he shut it down? I don't know. I mean, I do know. So he closed it down. He has one million subs on there. And basically, like in the video, what he talks about is how for the past like year or two, it's like ever since he hit that one million, because I think he hit that one million in his last summer shredding series that he did. 
and it's been fluctuating. Like he's been working so hard and he has a giant team that's around him of videographers and photographers and people creating the most unbelievably beautiful content. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't. Nabil is like the best videographer in the world. My videographer fangirls over Nabil. Like Mm -hmm. literally we saw Nabil the other day at Alphalete. He's also so sweet. He's so sweet. I met him when I was like 16 and still every, and like we had like a very long conversation, I think when I was like 16, because I really looked up to him even then for his skills. Mm -hmm. Um, And every time I see him, he acts like I'm like family or like a long lost friend. And I'm like, you're just so nice. Like he has no reason to be that nice. He (laughs) He just is. (laughs) That's why he's good at what he does. Cause he's, he's nice. A good people person. But yeah, like obviously people like that are working with him and he has this huge team and and he's been posting every other day on YouTube during this shred series. I don't know That's if it's a lot. Uh, uh, don't even get me started. <laughs> um, I just know how hard it is for me and for Ian to post two times a week and have him edit it and like all of the stuff that we're doing for the prep series along with him doing it. So he's just saying that he's been fluctuating bef- between like the thousand subs and he's losing 10,000 10, at one time. Yeah. He'll keep going up and down and it must be so frustrating, especially with how much work he puts into his YouTube videos, time, energy, and resources yeah. for his videos to like, they they don't really pop off the way that they used to. Yeah. So I feel like YouTube in general, like personally, just from looking at things is just so different anyway. And it's so hard for creators that have been on that platform for as long as Christian has to like still produce the same numbers. Like I think everything fluctuates on every platform, but I, I do see why YouTube would be the most frustrating because it takes the most time and effort to make one video, let alone every other day is insane. It's crazy and each one is like a freaking cinematic movie yeah and also porn appeal yeah i mean when yeah for real like <laughs> that's a lot of in editing the, in the videos that because i've been watching the shred series like while i'm doing cardio it really like, helps me but he's they're all so tired they're mm-hmm. all so tired so and i just don't know how he, christian does it especially on a prep he has 3d energy he has a gym that he owns. He owns one of the biggest clothing brands, Alphalete, in the fitness industry. Plus, yeah. he's still doing YouTube. And he probably has other things going on that I don't even know of. Yeah. And it must it must feel really disheartening to like put so much work into the YouTube to try and get it back to like what it used to be and not see the results that he's wanting. So he literally, I don't think he's going to be posting on that one anymore. He started a new one. Okay. And the last time I looked, which was like this morning at 16.6K, I don't know. I think that he's going to post his recent show day video on that new one. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what the intention of yet of him starting a new one is. Yeah. So did he fully like... Like his videos are still up, right? Yeah, he's okay. just not. He didn't posting. like delete everything. No, no, no. He's okay, just good. not posting on it. Which interesting. I Maybe don't it's know. just like a form of creating a new audience. I think that's like needed sometimes. I've yeah. talked to you several times about like I want to make a new TikTok yeah. or like I want to start a second Instagram or whatever it is because sometimes having just like a yeah. fresh slate just feels good. So that might be why. Well, because all I speculation was, here. Yeah, this is all just opinion, speculation. What you know, my thoughts, my 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 secret <laughs> thoughts, but. I was reading all of the comments and kind of going into figuring out what people were saying about the reaction to it. And all of them were just like, they missed the old Christian. They missed the old Christian, which 
he's changed so much. I mean, he's him, Buff Bunny, Max Tuning, like those are just like the Houston people, but there's this OG YouTube gang mm-hmm. that blew up when doing videos like that was cool. Like yeah. the drone shots and the cinematic things and, yeah. and bringing in the vlogging, like the daily vlogging stuff. And I feel like he's just in a new, he's in a new phase of his life. Yeah. Like he's, He's also an adult now. Like 30? he started when he was a teenager, yes, that account, which is a, crazy. A teenager yeah. trying to build his first little gym yeah. and, and selling Your his content's going to be different when you're like a three-time business owner. Exactly. Like your your objective is different. What you're working on day-to-day yeah. is different. It's not going to just be about fitness anymore either. So like, I'm curious because I know that he came out with this video that was like 10 years and 10 goals. He wanted to open like 10 gyms or something. He wanted mm-hmm. to be an IFBB pro. There's a couple of different things. So I'm wondering, like, is this new channel still going to be fitness centered or is this new channel going to be like Mr. Business Christian Guzman? I would love to see Mr. Business Guzman. (laughs) Personally, I don't, I wouldn't, I mean. See, but that's, I love I I, I would still watch it because I support him and I think that that's really cool. But that is a really smart idea, I feel like, if that's the direction that he's going into, because then he can have a whole new but I don't think it is. Yeah. Because he would have said that. I guess we'll see. I don't know. Did he say anything about the new channel or just kind of He just made said it? like, I'm starting a new channel. I'm done. Uh, this era, he literally put that he was, he, he was posting on that first channel that is a million subs from 2012. Jeez. To 2023. And now he's not going to post on it and he's going to post on the new one. So if his goal is still to be an IFBB pro, then I feel like he's still going to continue his fitness stuff. But yeah. I. Maybe a new style. You never I, know. But I it's just it feels so crazy yeah. to just leave all those subs hanging and yeah. start a new one. But then again, Mr. Beast has like seven different YouTube yeah. channels. So I'm wondering <laughs> like is doing it is right he going too. in that kind of sense because yeah. YouTube is moving in a new direction to where well, society, our attention is limited. Mm-hmm. We have no attention for anything. So when the cinematic shots are being done and stuff like that, and there's no talking, there's no quick movements, there's no text on the screen, mm-hmm. people get bored and they don't watch. And it's upsetting because all of that hard work that he's putting into, I know that he's working so hard and his team is working so hard. And it's the thing is, is like the way YouTube does well now is yeah. short videos and a bunch of stuff happening and ah oh, chaos. That's why Mr. Beast does so well. Yeah. We're moving into a Mr. Beast sort of era of content creation to where if you're not going to keep up, you're going to I feel suffer. like there's also two main splits that are both growing. And one is that like super high production, Mr. Beast, a ton of jump cuts, a ton mm-hmm. of action. And the second is like the more raw picking up my phone, not planning anything, not yes. like do like those are the two categories I think are growing and anything yes. kind of in between or like moving in between isn't getting the same attraction true. as both of those. One thing that I was talking about with my videographer, because as soon as I saw that video, I sent it to Ian of my a videographer and was like, what the fuck? And we were having a conversation about it, like why we thought what was happening, what could possibly be going on, what direction to move our own YouTube channel and stuff just mm-hmm. based off of what what people were hearing um, and the people in the comments were saying, we miss the old Christian Guzman. You just picking up your camera, like being with us because with this new Gen Z era, people don't care anymore about how cool you are mm-hmm. or what, 
what things that you can buy or what businesses you have. They just really want, it seems like, a personal one-on-one connection. That's why TikTokers blow up who are just like living their regular, regular lives because they feel like they can connect with them. And that's why I feel like there's this downfall that's happening of the Kardashians. Because I was about to say. Because nobody cares about celebrities anymore. I was like, when Julia stops talking, I'm going to talk about the Kardashians. I've I've watched so many like little mini documentaries on YouTube YouTube about uh-huh. like the quote unquote downfall of the Kardashians and why and that's the reason. And if you look at their feeds now compared to like even just like a year ago, um the the old feeds were very like professional photos, everything planned, everything perfect, like yeah. full makeup and styling and now like Kylie's recent photos are her just like laying in a field having a picnic and like what she's doing yeah. and like sometimes she'll make a video with no makeup or just like talk to the camera which was like unheard of for her without yeah. a whole production and team mm-hmm. and lighting. Um and I think that's why they're becoming of course they're so good at staying relevant. Yeah. That's why they're increasing their numbers again is because they were like, oh, we need to show more of that side of us, Yeah, which I'm bad at, but gone are the days. I, that's of, what I like intaking. Yeah. Just looking at what's pretty and beautiful. Now people want to see like what's actually, real. Okay. What's behind that? Like yeah. what's really happening. That's why YouTube is so great because you're able to show your day to day irregular, regular ass life. Yeah. And people can relate to that versus like a celebrity that has like all these businesses mm-hmm. and these cool, like parties and and yeah. materialistic things. So I feel like maybe that's what people were talking about with Christian Guzman mm-hmm. in the comments is that like watching all those crazy cinematic movie-esque yeah. things like wasn't as realistic, realistic and relatable as versus him picking up his vlogging car and saying, I'm struggling today on prep, yeah. which I am taking that into account, at least for my own. You're YouTube always very channel. authentic though, which is why people love you yes. so much. <laughs> and it, just, it was just my reminder of like the reason why I love doing what I do is for that reason to bring people along with my regular, regular ass life. You know what I'm saying? But, um, so yeah, that was just wild. I literally that was doing crazy. my post-workout cardio and it was the first thing that popped up when I opened my feed and I was like, oh, watch the whole video. Yeah, I'm sure like, that made your cardio go fast. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And then I looked at the comments to see like what people were saying yeah. on the YouTube channel and when he posted on Instagram and it was all like, we just miss OG Christian, which, yeah. which is sad because like he's not OG Christian yeah, anymore. Yeah, you can't move back. He, yeah, he can't like, I don't, Change he who could you just, are. he could just, be blogging now I don't know but yeah anyways that's I can't imagine because like I thought about making a new TikTok and deleting mine and I have like 60k yes <laughs> like the, nothing compared to a million like that's, that, I, that's such a big decision if you do start a new social media account and you have different like hobbies and things that that's really good to start a different account. So for example, like if I had my fitness TikTok account and all my accounts are like fitness and mindset based, if I switched over to all of a sudden doing like a hair channel, which I would watch all my, all my (laughs) followers would be like, that's not what we signed up for. That's what people, people subscribe because they know what they're signing up for. Mm -hmm. But if you were to start a different thing and do a hair one, you'd attract all the people that love to do stuff with their hair. Yeah. So I don't know. Next topic is one of our good, good friends who's been on this podcast. We love her absolutely and incredibly. Maddie Forger, Forberg pulls out of her show. I have a question. What? Did she move? Yes. Okay. She moved again. I like noticed she wasn't in Houston anymore. And like yeah. I knew during her prep she wasn't. I was like, oh, maybe like her coach or something or gym or yeah. whatever is in a different state. And that's why she's there. Yeah. But she's like gone. Yeah. And I was like. 
I never got a chance to like hang out I and work know. out with her. I'm so sad. She lived in Houston for, I don't even know how long. It didn't seem like very long. Yeah. And then she moved. I, I seriously love her personality yeah, and her work awesome. ethic and her physique and yeah. everything else. Everything. Maddie, if you're seeing this, we love yes. you. <laughs> yes. And the reason that I want to bring up this topic, because it's so incredibly important when I read the reason why she pulled out of her show. So first mm-hmm. of all, she got fifth. She was at her national show. She got fifth at USA's and her feedback from Sandy, which is one of the biggest judges was she told her, and I'm just, I'm reading this from her posts word for word. Sandy told her that she needed to have leaner glutes and that she has great potential and that made her feel really good. So I want to read a section from the post that she made of why she's not going to compete in that second show. And I did actually see this one. So yeah. I think this is the only one I'm up yes. to date with. <laughs> she says, my coach Jake and I talked last week and ultimately decided that my health would suffer if we kept pushing. As you guys know, we've been trying to be very mindful of my cortisol issues. Long story short, I thought... So terrible. I felt so terrible last year. Sorry, autocorrect. And realized that my cortisol stress hormone was three times what it should be. I'm so grateful for a coach like Jacob who cares more about longevity than a trophy. I'm devastated about this. This show felt like a test that I was proving to myself every second for almost the last five months was accounted for and poured into these results. I will take time to recover and then we'll set out to compete again in December. I just want to say, like, when I read that, I commented immediately because it takes a credible amount of strength to compete in a bodybuilding show, but it takes a more incredible amount of strength to say, uh, to know when it's done, to know when time is done. I also think it's so important and I'm glad she talks about it because a lot of people don't. You need to put your health and longevity in a sport above a quick trophy or like a quick win or like potentially ruining your future shows. Yeah, because we focus with bodybuilding. It's such like we want it all and we want it all so fast Mm -hmm. and we don't think about the ramifications that could happen in the future. We don't think about any of that. We just think so in the now of this trophy, this physique goal, you know, showing people on social media, like whatever it might be that we don't think 10, five steps ahead of how this could affect our life in the long run, because it could potentially lead to maybe you having struggles with, you know, fertility, or it could lead to you not ever competing again, yeah. or mental health issues, mental health hormonal issues, like issues. It could be anything. Metabolism, like all of these different yeah. things. Like she was struggling a lot with her cortisol, which is so important to keep down and regulated so that your physique shows up on stage the absolute best that it could be. So I love that she wrote this mm-hmm. and put it on social media because it's such a really incredible message for anybody that feels like the pressure that they have to compete. They have to do it a million times. Cause I always wonder, like, do these Olympians ever feel that pressure of having to continuously compete? I'm sure they year do. Year after year after I year. I think everyone feels it. Like even me being an amateur competitor, I remember like every time I think I've only pulled out of like two shows or I've pushed one back and stuff like that. The fan. <laughs> Oh no. It's okay. It's already been on. I could hear like the noise. If there's a faint sound, I'm so sorry. White noise in the (laughs) background. It's my fault. I sweat in between (laughs) podcasts. Um, Anyway, what I was saying is like sharing that with social media or even just the people around you can be scary. Like sometimes you know you need to pull out or you need to push back or do whatever. You don't want to let them down. Yeah, exactly. I actually didn't put it in here. But there was a part that she said, like, I understand that social media is a big part of my thing. And, you know, 
I get that I didn't like want to let people down. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Like, even if you're not posting it on social media, even just like your friend groups, there's times where I felt like I've let my family down when I've had to pull out of a show or because I've done this multiple times where I pushed my show to a later date because I wasn't mentally and physically ready for it, which was always the best decision. But I always there's even that like little tinge of feeling like I'm a failure to my family. And I know that's not true. My parents support me in no matter what I do and when I do it. But I get that. Yeah, it's scary. It is scary. It's scary to admit it. It's scary to talk about. I'm glad she talked about it very openly because I think a lot of people like sugarcoat why they maybe are pulling out of a show. She was just very honest of like, my levels don't look good. This is a hard decision, but we're doing it. And I think it'll just be better for her physique in the long run, which by the way, like she, I thought she looked amazing this last show. And I always get furious for her to like, I would place her first every time. (laughs) I just love her physique. I think everybody just always assumes that she's already an IFBB pro, you know? Yeah, but she has that look for sure. She just has that look. And she has, like Sandy said, so much potential. And I'm so excited that if she competes in December, great. If not, like... Who cares? Yeah. Like another year of does, building. Yeah. Whenever it's going to happen, it's going to happen happen on the right on her right timeline, and I'm so excited for that. Same. And this time away could potentially be the best thing that she ever did, mm-hmm. and propel her from going from fifth to first. Mm-hmm. Like it's and getting that pro card. So isn't it crazy that like an ex even I know this is more than a month, but like even an extra month of like give your body rest for a week and then go back into yeah. prep can do so much uh-huh. for your body. It really can. And mental health, which is equally as important. Yes. So I'm gonna keep updated on all that stuff that's going on because Sick. I'm excited to follow along with her because we love her and she's killing it. So next thing on the list these are fun so far they are fun (laughs) ifbb wellness pro marissa andrews wins the texas pro Mm -hmm. so by the time you're listening to this it's kind of like old news but i really wanted to talk about it because i don't know if you guys know but marissa andrews is sunny andrews little sister Mm -hmm. and it's so crazy because they were literally on the olympia stage together last year feel insane they're on stages together all the time Mm -hmm. and it's so wild to have like a sister that you're competing against like what so she won obviously she looked unbelievable incredible she has insane genetics totally deserved to win i was watching her interview yesterday on npc news online when she won Mm -hmm. and in the video, they were like, well, what are you going to do until the Olympia? Because she's qualified now yeah. for the 2023 Olympia, November 2nd. And she says, oh, I'm going to go back to dental school. And I was like, oh, OK, I'm just going to go get a degree. Bro. And and it's like they're both so similar. I mean, Sunny Andrews is a doctor, yep. uh, Dr. Sunny Andrews, and her sister is going to dental school. No, their parents did it right with the, their discipline. Their, their genetics are nuts. Yeah. They're smart. She is also, um, I almost hired, I don't know who her coach is now, but her coach at the time when I contacted her Mm -hmm. is who I was thinking about hiring. And I reached out to her because I think it's good to like talk to other competitors who work with a coach to see their actual experience. You shouldn't always trust one side. Um, And she was such an angel, not only speaking about him, but like taking the time to like answer me and give me details on like her body and how it's changed and Mm -hmm. all of this stuff. So she's also such a nice person. I love seeing like good people win. (laughs) I've met Sunny Andrews in person a couple of times and she... Zach's computer. I was like, what? And um, she's also so nice. Mm-hmm. She. Is, oh, yeah, I was with you. The first time you met her, I think. It was at the Olympia. Olympia. Yeah, it yeah. was 2021 Olympia. I think so. Yeah, she's so sweet. Like, both of them are crazy. And the thing that I noticed is that they 
look so similar. Their mm-hmm. physiques are so similar, obviously because they're genetically related, yeah. but their glutes, same. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like they're not the same size or like exactly the same, but that like genetic pop that they have that's like different than any others I've ever seen. They yeah. both have it. Their physiques are so similar. It's crazy. I also like her progress, Melissa's specifically, because Sunny's been competing a long time. I yes. know she did. I think she did NPC in the past and then went WBFF for a long time. And yeah. then now she's been in wellness for a long time. And I don't think Melissa started until like Sunny was already in IFBB yeah, yeah, Wellness yeah. Pro. Um, so she's like watching her progress between her first show because like I knew who Sunny was, so I followed her sister to now. Like is her progress is just insane. And it's, it's really crazy. impressive how much muscle she's put on and also like how much leaner she comes in every show. I feel yeah. like every show is getting better. Yeah, so. and what's also kind of crazy too is that so so obviously, so last year, Sunny Andrews and her sister, Melissa and Andrews, they both qualified for the 2022 Olympia. Um, the year before, Sunny was first callouts. This year, 2022, her sister got first callouts and Sunny did not. Mm-hmm. So That's she. hard. Marissa Andrews was first callouts in the 2022 Olympia and was the top second, set, top seven beating her sister. And then. The year before, her, her sister, sister wasn't. Beat. I don't think her sister was in the twenty. I don't think so either. Her sister wasn't in the twenty twenty one. But I do. But Sunny Andrews was top five. Shows they've done. I've seen them like switch. Like, oh really? One person will be okay. higher. One the other person will it's be higher. Crazy. I think it's really interesting. I wonder what that's like. I feel like. I would, in my head, be like, if I had a sister and she was competing, I would be happy if she won. Of course, they're probably really happy exactly, for each other. But also, like, how are you not competitive yeah, against I mean, that? At the end of the you day, like, to be. It, it's a competition. Yeah. And a lot of the wellness girls already all know each other and they're all friends and yeah. stuff. So it is weird just, like, competing against them, let alone, like, your sister. Yeah. You know? That's got to feel so Yeah, so weird. I feel but like also cool. they I keep, like, swapping places. Like, sometimes they like Sunny's physique. Sometimes yeah. they like their sister Marissa's physique. So that's freaking Wild. fascinating on the olympia train sebum posted a life update on his youtube channel the love of my life sebum um don't tell zach but anyway <laughs> so i have been waiting patiently for sebum to start his olympia series because uh-huh. i'm like bro come on hurry up we have two months okay and so he finally started it and he did it with like a he started it with like a little life update it's not officially started but he had been gone like off youtube for like 10 days or something like that and now the next video i think that's going to be posted is sebum starting his olympia series so i'm sure it's going to be those are always huge. epic yeah. and incredible and huge he's a great example of like he keeps it very raw and authentic like it's high production you can tell he has like a fancy nice camera but he's still like we'll just show him like kind of sitting down and eating his meal that's what the video like at the beginning it showed just like what he was what he had been doing since you know catching people up on what he had been doing and then it was just him sitting in front of the camera talking and he says that this has been a real hard start to prep he didn't really go into detail why it was just all he said it's been a challenging start to prep um but he's saying that each prep he's gone through something that has been testing and struggling and he's like I've made it this far so you know it's fine at least we're getting it out of the way at the beginning of prep instead of like in the very end or in the middle so I just also am so excited obviously for him to start that series which would probably be the next video and he's less than 10 weeks out 
That's, I don't think I realized how close the Olympia was. Yeah, his le- it's literally November 2nd. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's less. he's less than 10 weeks out, and I'm like, oh, my God, how are you going to try to do that? I'm sure he's already been prepping he's, and maybe just, like, uh, yeah, not maybe documenting he just, it. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Whatever he does, he does it right. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> he's doing it. just fine. Yeah, he doesn't need our is advice. He four time? He's four-time Mr. Olympia. Yeah. Four times. Do you think he's going to be five? I think so. I think so too. I think so too. I think there's a lot of like really beautiful physiques out there, but something yes. about Seabum is just like, he reminds me of Arnold with like the impact he makes on oh, like he's, the he's world. The modern Arnold for yeah. sure. A hundred percent. Like the impact that he's able to make. It's, he's just this, now he's like social media Arnold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what I was literally thinking yesterday when I was watching that video. I was like, yeah. he's the new Arnold. Cause every time I've brought him up to anyone, even not like people who have never done bodybuilding, they know him who barely work out. They know who he yeah. is. And I'm like, okay, that is like the, that's the new people example knew of bodybuilding and not even with bodybuilding stuff. Do you they think just like knew him. Classic physique is more popular than bodybuilding now. I think that it's getting there. I honestly, my prediction is that the two most popular classes <laughs> are going to be the wellness division yep. and men's phys- men's classic physique. Yeah. I think they were the most desirable for the everyday person, which makes them yeah. the most popular but amongst also, everyone. Also, they're the newest categories mm-hmm. within the man, the male and the female division. So there's so much hype around. The wellness is the newest division that's been added. Men's classic physique is the quote, like it's not as new, but it's still the newer. So people just love that physique. It's like they love the physiques of the wellness. They love the physiques of the I'm men's excited classic. to see both of those grow. Uh, yeah. Classic already was like, yeah. has grown exponentially. And I feel like wellness is like, yeah always gaining speed which is exciting very true love to see it and one thing that also i wanted to talk about like i just one of the questions that i want to ask him if i ever see him is like do you feel more pressure now than ever to continue to win mm-hmm. imagine there's not as much pressure when you haven't won an olympia obviously there's a lot you're of pressure just like excited body, to be you're there excited <laughs> to like be there yeah. and to like maybe maybe get the top five or whatever but yeah. imagine how much pressure it is to actually come in year after year and win and people expect you to continue to win but yeah. then also once you win a certain amount of times what we've seen in the past with like other winners of the olympia at a certain point they want you to get knocked down mm-hmm. so i'm wondering like when are people going to start being like, let's have somebody else. I also think about like, at what point, if I were in those people's shoes, like the people who have won multiple Olympias, like either in a row or not, like at what point do you go like, I'm retired. Yeah. Like I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. I'm just like, win, 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 no matter what. So like when, when is it done? I think the selfish part of my brain would be like, if I won, I don't know. I feel like if I won one, I'd be like, peace out. It's done. (laughs) I'm like stepping down a winner. Yeah. You know, but I think that, uh, I have a feeling that people will go into it thinking like, if I just win one, then that's enough. But then then they're like, Oh no, now, now you get the confidence. You're like, I want to win two. I want to three. Well, I'm sure like C bum. I I feel like when you're on that level and like the goals are very limited because you've achieved so much is like, okay, can but I now become what? the most winning yeah. Olympian? Like yeah. that's a potential for it's him true. if he wants to stay in it I for that long. I think he definitely has that ability. Mm-hmm. I think that Fran can win all of the wellness till the end of time until yep. somebody comes up and beats her. Or until she's just done. Until she's done. <laughs> yeah. And I think that uh, Seabum can win all of them until there's some people that people are saying that are coming up. I don't know their names. I haven't done much research on that, but there's two guys that are, are really close to Sebum that are coming up that people are actually worried about for this Olympia. I don't know. You might know if you're listening to this, but <laughs> we're uh, not well equipped in the men's competing yeah, names, but let's talk about the women's wellness 2023 Olympia. I looked at the 
uh, people that have qualified so far, and I wanted I'm to talk about it. It's not more. It's more than that. Okay. These are the only ones that I feel like people know the most. So I okay. wanted to talk about. Okay, I Brandon, was like, this is not a long yes. list. This list, there was at least okay. How many is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven? There was at least like fifteen, I think, qualified. But I took their names out of here because I wanted to talk about the ones that I feel like people would know the most. So obviously, Fran, Franciele, Miss Two Time. Two yeah. time, two time Miss Wellness Olympia. Our, I think both of our favorite, my favorite for <laughs> sure. Isabel Nunez, Angela Borges, Cassandra Gills, Gillis, Alexis Adams, and Marissa Andrews, which we just talked about, Sunny Andrews' little sister. Uh-huh. All of them are qualified for the 2023 Olympia. My question is, where is Sunny Andrews and where is Yurishna? So were they not on any? They're list not qualified. I don't think they've even competed yet. I wonder if I they're gonna do. Because a lot of, okay, wait, but that would be hard. My thought process is a lot of competitors that know that they are typically in the top five, top 10 at the Olympia will do a show like right before the Olympia just yeah. to be like, okay, I'm qualified. I'm already yeah. lean. I'll just step on the but stage. But the cutoff date is October 9th. Exactly. So that so also makes me think, are they mm-hmm. going to go do the same show and then only one of them qualifies? Or they're not competing this year. Yeah, or they're done. I, If I'm being honest, I don't keep up with either yeah. of them anymore. I, I don't, and it's I nothing don't, against them. It's yeah. just like I haven't my been attention watching. spans really short. <laughs> I haven't been watching, but when I saw this list, I was like, okay, where are they? So I yeah. went to their pages and it doesn't look like they're on prep. Huh. Either of them are on prep. Maybe they're taking a year off. Honestly, though, they need a break. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame them. I, I, I think them they need a break. get... Mm-hmm. Um, called out the most, almost like online bullied borderline the most out of the Olympia, like top 10. I just think, do you not disagree? Yeah. I think a lot of people really shit on Yurishna's physique at the last Olympia or the one before that. I remember there was one where she came in just like a little fuller than we were typical. That was typical for seeing her at. And I remember she was getting dragged online by like everyone. You don't, that's you don't so that. dumb. And then so Sunny's been called out a lot for like, oh, you use insulin injections or your butt is fake or all of these yeah. allegations. So like on top of competing being exhausting, I'm sure these yeah. constant negative comments are also exhausting for Ever both of them. Ever since the Olympia was announced in 2020 for the wellness category, these like names, these huge names, seems like they have not stopped Mm -hmm. since then. It's been three years. And there was actually one of the competitors um, who's that I talked to who's on the Olympia stage and she's qualified for this year's too. But I talked to her in person and she was just, she was just telling me how exhausted this was last year's Olympia. Mm -hmm. She was telling me how exhausted she was and, and that she keeps like still just keeps competing. Oh, that reminded me. Bruna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Bruno. grab a names. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Um, she, I think she was, I forget what placement, but definitely top 10. I don't know about last year's Olympia. I feel like I fully blanked out on last year's yeah, Olympia. Yeah, me too. But the one we went in person, the 2021 yeah. one, um, I know she was in the top 10 and I've always loved her physique. Yeah. Um, I know she's not competing this year either. Yeah. She's taking it off. Honestly, so I think like, it's a trend for a lot of them to like maybe take a year it's off. It's so awesome seeing that because they work so incredibly hard and they push themselves. And also when you get to that level, there's probably a lot of pressure also from the IFBB to continue to compete Mm -hmm. because people love seeing them like they love seeing them at events and they love seeing them at shows and once you get into the IFBB there's almost like this you have to represent Mm -hmm. and competing it's like your job so I'm so happy to see hopefully I don't know if this is even true this is alleged but (laughs) watch them both be on stage (laughs) just I mean they could they get so shredded so easily so like they could potentially qualify for the Olympia before October 9th which is in less than six weeks or something like that um 
But I don't know. Also, if they're taking a break, good for them. Yeah. They deserve it. Yeah. They've been going hard since longer like, than 2020. Yeah, I was going to say, but, like, because they, they all still had to, like, compete at a local show, get yes. nationally qualified, do nationals, but become like, a pro, compete as a pro. And it all started and, like, in 2020 crazy. when it was yeah. first announced. But yeah. since then, they've been going, everyone, all the wellness girls have been going balls to the wall with, like, competing. And in my brain, I'm like, I don't know how fucking dance you it. I can't. I'm just not... <laughs> No, so I think uh, Franciel did probably the least amount of shows amongst the top. Yeah, 10 at well, the because Olympia. she's the winner. I mean, yeah. she doesn't have to. She's um, already, I think, already automatically qualifies. I think even that first year she won um, the Arnold, so I think she qualified like early on. Yeah. So versus like Yurishna, I feel like I've seen her on like ten stages uh-huh. in the last three years. Yeah, a lot of it's a lot of shows. Probably even more than that. Yeah, I I definitely have seen her where every single color under the sun of a suit. So I know that maybe she's she at a different She pulls them all off too. Off I've never seen someone pull off a yellow suit. Every color she can do. Yeah. Every color Yurishna can do. Also her hair. I have so many questions about her hair care routine. I have a feeling that she has a keratin straightening treatment done to it, which literally makes your hair look like glass. I was yeah. watching her posing routine yesterday. Her hair's crazy. Um, from one of her shows that she's done. Glass. Yeah. literally glass hair like the perfect length perfect. not a single fly away. not a, not a hair crazy. out of place my and hair could never i think she has a keratin straightening treatment okay. it's beautiful and gorgeous so if they're taking a break good for them like they need it like this is a lot bodybuilding is a longevity game and if you're continuously like competing competing and burning your body to the ground you won't be able to do so so yeah that's all that's all we got for the this body fun i like this i loved it Guys, DM us on the podcast Instagram. If you don't follow the podcast Instagram, it's down in the description. Email us in also. Let us know if you enjoyed this. And we'll continue to do more because Kendall and I love doing girly talks about fitness. So let us know and we will definitely make this a regular segment. And as always, we love you all so much and you are more powerful than you think. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Know Your Power podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and rate and review the show. Also, if you have any questions that you'd like to be answered on the show, feel free to email us at knowyourpowerpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, bye.